Hi, everyone. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. This is Florence Brummer broadcasting to you from Anthem, Arizona. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, soon to be a grandmother, found out that my daughter's having a boy this week. Yay! A wife, a movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. I do not have the magic answer to how, on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I have developed tips for living your best life and enjoying work and enjoying your time off. This podcast, I'm going to do... Um, uh, just sort of some random tips that I've been thinking about this week. Um, as as it has been for the last few weeks, I'm working really, really long days. Um, several 12 and 15 hour days this week. It was a 70 hour week with lots of activities mixed into it besides for my work schedule, which is off the rails. It's insane. So I wanted to talk about some marketing tips, some organizational tips, um, time management, just a bunch of things that I've been thinking about this week and things that I've been doing, hopefully to make my life a little bit easier and I'd like to share. So one thing I wanted to encourage people to do is share your accomplishments on social media. I don't see that as a form of bragging, but it's a way to promote your business and to promote, if you don't have your own business, to promote the whatever career you're in. As I've said before, social media to me, especially if you're, you know, actually I think this is for anybody, whether you're a college student, you have your own business, you have a career, like really you can't post like a drunken night out or anything like that. And I'll tell you, I'm getting old, so I don't really have those anymore. So that's not really an option for me to post those. But I hear over and over again, that when people are interviewed for jobs, that they're um, these searches on social media to see what's out there. And people have been taken off the list for getting called back, because they have some sort of inappropriate picture. Share those with your friends. If you have something like that, group chat it to your friends, the ones that you can trust, obviously, that they're not going to post it somewhere. But for social media, put your accomplishments on there. One of my favorite social media posts was, um, we decorated our office for Mardi Gras last year. I love Mardi Gras. I'm not from New Orleans. I'm from Illinois. But I've gone to New Orleans several times over the last few years for conferences, and I feel very at home there. I know it's a party city, but it's also an old southern town, which I enjoy about it more. And um, I decorate my office for Mardi Gras. I fund Mardi Gras signs. I put out beads. It's fun. And I took a picture of that and posted it on, on social media. Just a fun thing about my office to put out there. The other fun thing that we did was last year, 
and I can't take credit for it because my staff put it together. But we did, we entered a pumpkin contest. It was my idea to enter the pumpkin contest, and they did all the work on it. We sort of came up with the idea together, but we did a Harry Potter themed pumpkin display, and it was the sorting hat. And um, they, the girls in my office actually made a sorting hat out of paper mache. Uh, and they took an, like an old regular witch's hat and they did paper mache brown paper on it and created an identical sorting hat. It was amazing. And then they did a pumpkin for each house. So Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, a pumpkin for each. And each pumpkin had its own theme. So for Gryffindor, it had Harry's glasses and the lightning bolt. Uh, Hufflepuff had uh, Cedric Diggory's um, broom. It was just fun. Um, Ravenclaw had a raven on it. Slytherin had Snape's cape. It was such a fun thing. And so we posted that on social media too. Got tons of likes for it. So it's just something you know, I'm not, I can't really post myself standing in a courtroom, obviously, but I can po post kind of those fun things that keeps my law office in the minds of people and also just shows where regular people with regular interests and like to have a little bit of fun. I'll, even this podcast has been something that has promoted my business. It's fun for me to do this. I like talking about time management. I know that sounds weird, but after so many years where I could not imagine that time management was something that could be done, when I started reading books about time management and coming up with my own systems, it became a passion where I loved talking about it, which turned into this podcast. A lot of clients will come to me and they'll say, oh, I saw you had a podcast. I listened to an episode or two what fun. And um, it's not something that's taking a lot of time for me. It's not something that's costing me a lot of money to do. But it's just something that's out there. And I put it on Twitter, and I put it on Facebook, and I put it on Tumblr, and it's on SoundCloud and iTunes. So it's just out there, like something fun and something positive. Some other, I'm going to be a little bit random. Um, and, and like I said, a quicker podcast, because I, it's Sunday night. This is the first time I've really sat down all weekend. And it was another working weekend. And um, also getting together with my family and those sort of things. So just exhausted. So I have several random topics to, to talk about. I know I've talked about organizing your desk. And that's a big one for me. I'm My desk is a mess. And I know that sounds weird. If anyone's seen my desk, they're like, her desk not, isn't organized. It is organized to a certain extent. Um, and I'm forever cleaning it up too. As I'm sitting on the phone or in the morning or right before I leave, I take five minutes and I get rid of stuff that um, I can get off of my desk. Um, I never have piles of mail on my desk. I go through the mail right away. Um, post-its. I'm a big fan of post-its and just kind of posting them on my keyboard for little notes to myself. I make sure I do what needs to be done, take that post-it and throw it away. Also at your office or in your desk or in your desk drawer, 
my office is the whole office is my office, so I can kind of do what I want. I can spread out. But if you have, if you work somewhere and maybe you just have a desk or a cubby or an office, put things in your office, the desk drawer, wherever that are things that you need that make your life more comfortable. Here's some things that I have at the office that I want to share and, and just talk about and give some ideas, hopefully give some ideas for what people might want to have at their own office. I always keep healthy frozen meals. Amy's is a big brand that I like to have. They're vegetarian. Some of them are vegan. And there's tons of other ones that are out there that are similar. Sometimes I'll get like a lean cuisine because they'll have some of those that are vegetarian. But Amy's is, is a very delicious one to me. But um, if you have these um, meals and you can't make it to lunch, then you have that. Last week, I was running so late, I actually uh, heated one up, was eating it, had to run out the door, but at least I got half a lunch. I had got something in my stomach instead of needing to drive through a drive through and get something gross like greasy fries or who knows what. Um, they also, I, I wish a, there was a Whole Foods next to um, my office. Whole Foods is kind of far from me. Trader Joe's would be nice too. But those grocery stores are great about having just that individual thing you can get, like an individual salad or a protein snack pack or that sort of thing. You can also get them at other grocery stores. I I have listeners all over the U.S. Um, so we have fries in Arizona. Um, I think other people might have Kroger or whatever the brand is. And those are um, a lot of people have Albertsons, I think, are, are pretty nationwide. Um, we have Safeway in Arizona. I don't know if that's now Dominic's or Jewel. <laughs> I've been off of the East Coast for so long, so I don't know like what relates to what anymore or what's merged. But a lot of these grocery stores now have these sections where you can get just little little meals for not that much money. Fry's has these really, really good individual salads, and R Renee, my assistant, f discovered them, and she picked up one for me last week. So just anything like that you can find. Sometimes you can find little cheese trays or pre-made sandwiches or whatever the case may be, just little things that you can keep in the office, keep in the fridge at work so you have something so you're not become starving and have to order a pizza or something like that. Other things I keep at the office are a nail file. I don't keep my nails long, but they do get raggedy sometimes, and it's just nice to be able to get them smooth. A detergent pen is a good thing to have around. A lint roller is a must for me because I wear so much black. I keep a hairbrush in the bathroom at my office, and some deodorant as well. Um, I also like to have pain reliever around. So these little touches that you have that can just make your life easier and that where you don't have to run out and get it as well. I also like to have a favorite coffee cup. For Boss's Day, Renee got me a cup that said, 
which better have my coffee? And I thought, I think that cup's so funny. And it always puts me in a better mood. And it's nice to me. It almost feels luxurious some mornings to drink out of a glass mug instead of a paper cup. And maybe it's because I'm in the car a lot where I have to drink out of a paper cup or my travel mug if I'm that prepared. And it's nice to drink out of a a glass mug. Whenever I see people drinking, I know it sounds so weird, but whenever I see people on TV and they're drinking out of a glass mug, it just seems so much luxurious to me. Or if they're having breakfast and they're drinking out of a glass mug, it just feels luxurious. So it's showing you how, um, (laughs) how stressed and strapped for time I have been that now I'm considering the lap of luxury drinking out of a glass mug. Keep a pair of slippers or flip-flops at the office. I think everyone at my office has one or both. Because I wear a lot of heels for court, sometimes my feet need a break. And if I'm able to put some flip-flops or slippers on, I can cruise around the office a little bit faster instead of tottering on heels, you know, when I'm just going to the copier to the kitchen or that sort of thing. So it's a time saver too, if you can just be a little lighter on your feet. Another topic I wanted to talk about is a flexible working schedule. If you work for someone, talk to your boss and see what can be done for yourself. I have had employees in the past who've come to me and said, this is my life. This is a proposed schedule I have. And will it work? And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. But having it proposed is, think about it. Um, I Every time it's been proposed to me, I've always taken a day. I say, can I have a day and think about it? And sometimes the proposals are really, really efficient to what we're doing. Um, if it, the person can come in earlier and then leaves a little bit earlier, like that can be a pretty good schedule. Or if they're working four days at the office and then one day at home, that could be a works a good schedule. So it just depends, but be open to it. When you work for yourself, sometimes you cannot, it's just not flexible. Like I've said, to, right now as we speak, it's January 19th, January 20th, and Since January 2nd, I have been on the move. I've been working weekends. I've been working late nights. I've been bringing work home. So I can't call my work schedule flexible. I guess it's just flexible to the extent that I'm just working all day. But that's not optimal. What is optimal when you work for yourself is trying to carve time where you're not working every second. So things in my business ebb and flow. And like I've told people, I feel blessed. I have been consistently busy for many years. I can't remember having a time where it was less busy. During the recession, I was busy. It was a different busy because it was different types of work, but it was still busy. What can you do when you're working for yourself to make it flexible? Here's what I try to do. I I try to the greatest extent possible. It, it just does not, like I said, it has not happened in, in weeks and weeks. But during a week, 
I try to take a day, a weekday, where nothing is scheduled, no court, no meetings. And if I can do that, I'm still working, but I might take work home or I'm just working quietly at my desk and that feels like I'm getting more done. Also, I try to take time during the week to do what I just need to do for my health. It's really the only time you can have a dentist appointment. It's really the only time you can get a doctor's appointment. So you have to use that time to schedule those sort of things for yourself so you keep your health up. Um, My trainer only trains during the week, so I have to make sure that that's scheduled. For time off, what I try to do, and not really time off so much, but flexibility during my work week is I prefer to finish up earlier on Friday and I prefer to start a little later on Monday. I don't mind getting to the office early on Monday, but I hate when the first thing you do on a Monday morning is a meeting or a court hearing. And again, sometimes those things cannot be helped. But if I can start my first meeting at 11 or noon on a Monday, I've eased into that Monday morning. If I can finish up on a Friday at 11 or noon, that's great too. Like I said, it's not working. I am the girl who is working 70-hour work weeks. And I'll tell you a story about how this can affect people, particularly me. So I've worn contacts for 30 years. Every morning when I get up and I take a shower, I pop in my, after I get out of the shower, I pop in my contacts. Thursday morning, I was getting ready for court. I took a shower, I blow dried my hair, I put my suit on, I put makeup on, I put jewelry on, I woke my daughter up for school, I had a cup of tea while I was doing all this, and went to walk out the door with my purse on my shoulder, my laptop bag on my shoulder, and my husband was sitting on the couch, and I looked at his face, and I said, do I have my contacts in? And he said, I don't know if you have your contacts in. Are your contacts in? And I did not realize I did not have my contacts in, and I don't I don't have great vision. It's not like I have a very mild prescription, so maybe I don't notice. I have a very, very strong prescription, and I have a, an astigmatism. And I looked at his face and it was blurry. And that's when I realized I didn't have contacts in. I, I, I can't even explain how I did this. Like literally put on makeup, walked around the house, um, was looking at things on the wall because you're looking ahead as you're walking. Never realized that my vision was blurry. So those are the kinds of things that I'm starting to skip or miss or fail at. Like regular type physical needs, vision, I'm starting to not see it. I'm, I could not physically see that my contacts were in um, because I'm tired and I'm exhausted and my mind is overwhelmed. So that's why I try to keep a flexible schedule as much as I can. Skipping to a brand new topic. My email tip of the week is try quick responses. So, as I said, pretty much since January 2nd, 
I have been on the run going to court. Several hearings a day, later hearings in the day, earlier hearings in the day. It is has been very, very busy. So I'll my emails have been suffering. My email response time has been suffering. What I've had to do is really bring my laptop home at night and usually do my emails from about 8 to 10.30 at night. But during the day, if I am in the office or if I have a time between court hearings where I can pull up my laptop, what I do is something called quick responses. And what I do is just read through my emails very quickly and I delete anything that I can delete. And if I can send a quick response, like say it's something from my staff, like, yes, do that. Or a client, yes, I can meet you that day. Or an opposing counsel, sure, let's file that motion. If it's something that I can answer in less than 30 seconds, I'll answer that. So between the emails that are deleted and the quick responses, you get through a pretty large percentage of your emails. I'll usually make a list of the ones that require more time or just leave them in the inbox and know that I have to scroll down to other emails. That's the trick, like you too. You can't forget that you have those emails that you need to get back to or otherwise a week later someone's saying, hey, I sent you a letter, what's going on? The good thing about the quick responses is it doesn't hold up anyone's productivity. So if you have staff that needs a quick answer or someone that you're working with that needs a quick answer, it can keep things moving along. Another tip that I have for making your life easier is get good bags. I carry two bags all the time. I carry my regular handbag, which of course has my wallet, a notebook, I print out a few pages of a few months of Outlook, like usually quarterly, sometimes six months. I've usually been doing six months because for some reason I've just had so much trial work that it helps to see six months ahead. Although in the past, seeing ahead quarterly was about all I needed, but I have extended that. I also carry a laptop bag. Obviously, I'm not carrying my laptop bag every second that I'm out in the world. My regular handbag is for that. But with my laptop bag, I have my laptop in it. I can throw work papers in it, a bigger notebook, that sort of thing. Um, in some other things I carry is I usually carry a, a smaller notebook in my handbag. I write notes to myself all the time, all sorts of lists ideas for podcasts, um, start thinking about an idea for a case, write myself a quick note. Um, I usually have a magazine or a small book, either in my handbag or the laptop. I carry a tablet sometimes. I used to carry a tablet all of the time, but between the phone and the laptop, I don't usually also need the tablet. But when I travel, I, I like to have the tablet too. I know I've talked about Adam Sandler's comedy show, but he came out with a sort of a stand-up 
slash musical special where he does some of his funny songs and he also does some stand up and he it's called 100% fresh and he does a really cute song about that all he needs when he leaves the, leaves the house is his keys, phone and wallet and as the song goes on it turns out he needs a lot more to leave the house and that's how I feel I definitely feel like my car is a mobile office quite a bit and that's why I am completely obsessed with keeping my car clean and this is not something that comes easy to me for years my car was a disaster with empty food bags in the back and water bottles empty water bottles or half full water bottles rolling around um work papers that I didn't take out. Now my car is so clean all of the time. I love to find a place that has free vacuums. Sometimes just as I'm coming home from court or if I'm out running other errands, I'll stop at a place and just vacuum out my car. That way the carpets always look nice. It doesn't need to be a full car wash, but it's just nice to get those areas vacuumed. And my trunk is always clean. I have a organizer. Um, So when I do need my trunk empty, like say for luggage or something, I can just grab the two handles on the organizer and and bring it into the house. Um, Whenever I get out of my car at my work or my office, or even if I'm going into a store or court, I take a quick look around and inventory, is there any garbage? Grab the water bottles, grab the empty coffee cup, um, papers that can be thrown away, mail that can be thrown away. So it's just forever cleaning out the car and it makes it much nicer. When I am on my own going to and from court, my, my passenger seat works like a table or a desk for me. I have my laptop case, my purse, that sort of thing. When I do actually have a passenger, it's sort of a bummer because I'm thinking, okay, I have to take all my organization that I have going on the seat and move it to the back seat or to the trunk. This is a little bit of a segue, a little bit off topic, but here is a tip for the movies. One of the organizational tips in my car is something called a movie bag and my daughters and I came up with the movie bag maybe oh gosh maybe about seven or eight years ago because we would see a lot of movies during the summer and Arizona is so hot so going to movies are great but after you've been in the movie for an hour you start freezing because the air conditioning is so high and they usually pump the air conditioning during the winter too when it's not even that cold So in the movie bag, we have blankets, and these are blankets I only use for the movies, and I'll wash them every month or so. I mean, I'm not at the movies all the time, so they don't need to be washed all the time. They're stored in the bag, like rolled up, and um, and then also in the movie bag, you can put what you need for the movies. So every movie... Every movie house is different. So we have Harkins out here and they have refillable cups and you can, if you buy a large popcorn, you can have the bag refilled. Even if you come on a 
subsequent visit, you can still have that bag filled up again. So we'll have popcorn bags, we'll have the refillable cups, just whatever you need for the movies. Okay. Here's a couple more tips <laughs> because this is weighing heavily on my mind. Get some sleep. I feel like I have not received any good sleep in the last couple of weeks. Um, when I'm sleeping, I'm falling asleep like a rock because I'm so exhausted. I'm like shocked in the morning when the alarm goes off. I've just been super, super tired. So make sure you get the sleep you need. I'm a big fan of naps. I haven't had a nap in forever. I have no time. I have no time on the weekend. Um, I have been known in the past to come home on a weekday and and maybe sleep for half an hour just to get recharged and then go back. Like a nap will be my lunch. I'll, I'll eat a quick lunch at my desk and then go home and nap for half an hour. And I'm not getting that. So make sure you're getting enough sleep. Also take advantage of any holidays. All right, so we're done with all the the holidays that require you to do everything you need to do. So Thanksgiving, you have so much to do. Christmas, you have so much to do. New Year's, it depends on how you celebrate New Year's. New Year's for me is usually pretty chillaxed. This year was as well. But I, although I did stay up later than I usually would, um, because my sister-in-law came over and we just kind of hung out with my daughter and then I hung out with my husband a little bit later. But New Year's can have a lot of um, obligations as well. You might have a party or, or whatever the case may be. But when you start to get into January, you have holidays that may not have all the obligations that you usually have. So tomorrow, and I was thinking about this because tomorrow is um, Martin Luther King's birthday. So it's a non-court day. So there's no court scheduled that day. So I try to schedule no meetings. Didn't work out that way. I do have to go into the office for a meeting. But I do my my best to try to keep it open. Same with President's Day. Um, I'm going through the holidays in my head. And then I think it's kind of quiet for a while. I know you have... Um, Maybe the next one really isn't until Memorial Day, at least in the state of Arizona. But those are a couple of holidays that you can have off and have a longer weekend. Um, and not, like I said, not have the obligation of needing to go to a family party or cook a giant meal or anything like that. So try to take advantage of those to the greatest extent possible. I'll tell you some other ones to take advantage of, and I'll talk more about it as it gets closer. Take advantage of the Monday after Super Bowl. For a lot of people, they take that day off. I wish they would just have the Super Bowl on Saturday because I think having it on Sunday night is so difficult. Even people who don't watch football go to Super Bowl parties. So what when you have... Um, people who need to go to work the next morning, it's really hard. So I always try to have a quiet day the Monday after Super Bowl. It won't happen this year, but that's what I try to do. Um, the same with uh, Easter Sunday. So the Monday, 
you know, you don't get any time off for Easter or at least any court holidays from my perspective. So I try to have a quiet Monday after Easter because Easter is a day where you do have all these obligations with big meals and getting together with family if you are celebrating Easter. So if you can keep it quiet on Monday, you can. So just as you're get going through the, the spring, be mindful of your schedule and try to grab that time where you can grab it. All right, I have a couple of reviews and recommendations for some fun stuff. I went to the movie this, this afternoon and I saw The Upside with Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. It was a really cute movie. I loved this movie. Kevin Hart is so funny. He has become such a favorite actor of mine. Um, you just felt like he was this person who was taking care of this disabled person. And Brian Cranston, as always, was amazing. And so you 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 know it's Brian Cranston, but you forgot that he was a a a non-disabled person. Um, he just did it so well. And I couldn't imagine how hard that would be because if you're not in that situation and you can get up and just, you know, move and move more than in the movie, he is a person who can basically only move his head and can speak. And when you can do more than that and can be more physical to not have that and still be very expressive, I can't even imagine how he does it. It's a movie I like quite a bit. If you're looking for a rental, I'd recommend White Boy Rick. It is a it's based on a true story of a super young kid, like 15 years old, who became a drug dealer and an FBI informant. I haven't finished the movie yet. I've been watching it on and off for the last day, and it's really good. And Matthew McConaughey as his father is great. I have a um, a review of a meal delivery plan. I don't really know that I'd call it a recommendation, although it might work for you. My friend told me that she was doing a meal delivery service called Purple Carrot, and she is um, married and doesn't have any um, kids, so it's her and her husband. So, and her husband is um, he's gluten free, so they've been getting the gluten free vegetarian meals, and Purple Carrot is either vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, a combo of any of them. Um, so she's doing gluten-free and vegan. And so she sent me a thing for a free box of purple carrot, and we tried the vegan meals. I have a mixed review about it. Some of them were amazing. There was one, a pumpkin risotto that we had that was very good. Um... We had a um, mango poke bowl. So instead of tuna, it was mango. And the quinoa and rice mixture was super delicious. And the spices were super delicious. Um, another one was a zucchini noodle with a creamy cashew sauce, I guess. Uh, in a way, I mean, the kind of the closest thing I might describe it to is like a fettuccine Alfredo, but instead of a cream sauce, it was a nut sauce. 
And I know some people are probably thinking, that doesn't sound good. It actually was really good. Um, There was one I had that was awful, like one of the most awful meals I've ever had. It was a sweet and sour noodle. It was terrible. For the most part, the, the meals are not that hard to put together. They were pretty time consuming. For example, with the risotto, I had to stand, literally stand, and this is not me because I like to put things in the oven or have things on the stove and you know, run and do laundry, answer a couple emails, things along those lines. And I had to stand there and stir in the broth and keep stirring the risotto until it was done. And that was a good 30 minutes. I put on some music and had a good time with it, but it was very time consuming. With the zucchini noodles, I was very surprised that they did not give you zucchini noodles. They gave you zucchini. I don't have the... um the tool for making the noodles. So um, luckily my sister-in-law was hanging out with me. So we cut all the zucchini into strips. And I thought, well, this isn't going to work because it's not the machine that makes the noodles, but it actually worked out well. They they turned out great. They cooked up great. But that was a very time-consuming meal. A lot of the meals take a lot of pans, like your last night I made cauliflower tacos. So you had to grill your, I'm sorry, you had to um, put in the oven the cauliflower and the onion. So that was a pan. And then you had to make a black bean cream sauce. So that was the blender and another bowl. And then um, a pan for cooking some separate black beans to put on the tacos. And then you had to warm up the tortillas. It was just a ton of moving steps. The instructions are excellent. So if you really like doing recipes, it's a lot of fun. They also give you just what you need for it. So if you need a tiny little cup of vegan sour cream, that's in there. The only thing that they don't include in there, and I don't see this as a problem, I've used to, I tried um, HelloFresh for a while, and they would put salt and pepper and olive oil in there. This one doesn't. You use your own, your salt and pepper, your own olive oil. I don't think that's a big deal. I wouldn't expect that to be included. Um, I think it's a little wasteful to put like a little packet of salt or whatever. And everybody has salt, pepper, and oil. Okay. My other recommendations if you're looking for something to watch or stream. I finished Dirty John on Bravo. It was the finale last Sunday. I know I talked about it for the last couple of weeks because I was very excited about this. It ends pretty crazily. I'm not going to spoil it, but remember, this is a true story. And the entire time I'm watching this, I'm thinking, so what happened? What? How does this end? Like, I could not figure it out. And it's pretty insane. Also, I noticed I was flipping through Netflix um, the other night looking for something to watch, and I noticed that they now have the assassination of Gianni Versace um, on there. So that was an FX miniseries, and I had watched it when it was live, you know, when I would, um, you know, DVR it and then watch it, and I kept up with it. And there's an actor named Darren Chris who plays... Um, the serial killer guy who killed Gianni Versace. He is beyond amazing in this, in this role. I kept forgetting that he wasn't really the person. He just 
was so real. And I didn't have any concept of who he was. I, I understand he was on Glee and I didn't watch Glee. Um, and, and then I was sort of like, oh, somebody from Glee is playing this. Like, oh, how good will that be? <laughs> I really, I don't know what the actors are like, but this guy was great. I'm sure they're all wonderful. I, I, like I said, I don't have a concept, but this guy was just great. Um, I understand that he's been nominated for Golden Globes, maybe have won it. I'm not sure, but it was really well done. And Penelope Cruz plays Donatella Versace and she does an amazing job. And Ricky Martin plays the longtime boyfriend of Gianni Versace. He was great. Just everyone was great. And it's such a sad story. And the the guy who did the killing was so twisted. It's fascinating. So if you have some time, it's not the world's longest miniseries. I think maybe it was like six or eight parts. And if you can watch it commercial free on Netflix, go for it. It's a fun binge and you'll find out what happened in that um, very, very sad case of um, people getting killed by just someone who turned out to be a complete maniac and was also a young man too, just a young man who was very talented um, and charming and what was also a serial killer. So, okay. I don't really want to end on the note of talking about a serial killer, but it's time for me to wrap up. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, Tumblr, Twitter. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week with some more tips and a new podcast and talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.